One of the most common solutions proposed for small spaces is open plan living. But can it work for everyone? I'm not sure. Hello and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. Could somebody design a space? Could they, if they were given a two bedroom apartment and told, here's a budget of money, could they just go off and design the perfect space for somebody without knowing anything about who's going to live there? I don't think so. If you had that two bedroom apartment, it could be that the people living there would be a retired family, retired couple, It could be a young couple with maybe a a baby on the way. Or it could be a couple of single professionals who are sharing. The needs of those three groups of people for that space are actually going to be different. Just on a, a fairly basic level, even discounting anything to do with their personalities. Typically, retired people spend a lot more time in their home than other people. And they're actually maybe likely to get on one another's nerves a bit. So they're definitely going to want space to actually spend time apart a little bit for each of them to adopt their own hobbies, their own activities. Maybe they want to watch different things on TV. They actually need a bit of space to be separate from one another in order that they can actually get on okay for the most part. Now, the for a couple with a baby, probably at least one of them is working some of the time, but at the time when maybe they're all three of them in the apartment, they're probably gonna want to actually spend time together. Um, but particularly the grown-ups are gonna want to be able to have some space separate from the baby. So that spare bedroom is probably going to want to be shut off, enclosed away so that the baby can be asleep whilst they're relaxing. But they're not going to really mind about having an open plan living area because if you've got a baby or a toddler to look after at the same time as you're trying to prepare food, that's actually quite an efficient layout. And that professional couple who are sharing, well, they might spend quite a lot of their time not in the flat at all if they're busy out working and then socialising. And then maybe when they are back in the apartment, open plan might work if they get on well. They might want to cook and eat together or one's cooking whilst another's watching TV. They might not. They might want to kind of have their own separate spaces. It all depends on how well they get on. So in that scenario, you can't really even make any predictions as to what would work. Open plan can work on one level because it makes the actual space feel bigger. You get longer views, longer distances. The room itself is just bigger. So it can help get rid of some of those feelings of claustrophobia that come from being in a small space. But then there can be another type of feeling where you can feel claustrophobic. And that is where actually you don't have enough separation from the other people around you, where you want to be able to get into the zone, do something you're doing 
without feeling as though you've got other people, other noise going on around you. An open plan is not good in this scenario. If you take the fact that the kitchen is in with the lounge, for some people when they're cooking, they actually want to have life and buzz going on around them. They want to have chatting. If someone was watching TV, that's quite good. I'm like that. I tend to put the TV on whilst I'm cooking. And I like having noise. And if people want to come and chat, that's all to the good to me. But then there can be other people for whom cooking is maybe something that they really enjoy doing, but they sort of want to get into the zone and want to have zero distractions. And so actually they'd rather be in their own enclosed kitchen, cooking away quietly, getting on with that. And even if they've got a party or they've got guests, they would probably rather all that is happening somewhere else so that they can come out with the delicious food when they're ready. So they're choosing to socialize when they want to, when it works for them. And this is something where open plan can make people feel claustrophobic if they don't feel as though they have that space to be separate when they need it. So is there a solution to dealing with this? I think it's a question of looking at things with an aim for going for maximum flexibility. So you could have rooms that are separated with barriers or screens that are glazed or can be closed off, opened up. Ideally, I think on movable walls, such as you see in, in offices um, and in sort of theatres and things, when you get these rooms where they can partition off half of the room, they're not the solutions that are used very often within domestic environments. But personally, I think that's where we should be looking to get, particularly if there is pressure on space. Knowing that you could close a room off if you wanted privacy and quiet, but have it opened out at other times, has to be the best solution here. It's the one that is offering the most possibilities for the different scenarios and for the different needs of the people. So if you were planning on making any changes to your home and were considering open plan, or you're looking to buy, and again, the properties you're looking at have an open plan space, just first of all question whether or not you think that will work for you. And if you're not sure, would there be any way that you could actually separate some of that off or move activities to other spaces so that you can have the privacy you need when you need it. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Enriching Design Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and head on over to digonhome.com. Join the email list and we have a Facebook group for updates and personal offers.